Good morning and welcome once again to In Focus. I'm John Sims and joining us this morning, Jessica Domingos, the site coordinator and I guess pretty much the jack of all trades at the <laughs> Children's Park of Tyler. Good morning, Jessica. Great to have you with us. Thank you for having me, John. Don't forget In Focus is available online. Just go to ktbb.com slash In Focus. In Focus is uploaded to our website by the day after the show airs. The Children's Park. You know, I can't believe it's taken me this long to get a show on about you guys. I remember, uh, you know, 20 some odd years ago when the Children's Park was just getting up and going in Tyler. I got to know the founder, Jennifer Carson, and uh, some of the people in city government at that time who were working with you. And um, I remember driving by there and it was literally just kind of a big, unsightly hole in the ground. And 20, 25 years later, uh, to be able to say that you can tell the difference big time would be an understatement and in a little while we want to know about you and your involvement with the children's park because you're kind of uh, the new kid on the block but let's get a little bit of mission and history uh, how did the children's park get started what's the history behind it and really who you are what you do and why you do it okay great um the children's park was actually started by um my boss and friend jennifer carson she lost her son Braden um in august of 1999 and through processing that grief and being surrounded by family and friends, kept hearing the message to build a park. Mm-hmm. She'd visited one in Dallas. Um, family members had said, you should do this too. And she was like, no, that's not for me. But she kept hearing from God, build a park. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, that's not, that's not happening. Uh, that, that, sort of, that sort of thing seems to happen a lot. It does. It does. And so finally she was like, fine, fine. I'll build a park, but God, you've got to do it all. Hmm. You've, you've got to do it all. And, and he did. The community came together, uh, donors, uh, people that wanted to be part of this. And it happened. She built this park. Mm-hmm. And what is the purpose of the Children's Park? The purpose of the park is there for families to um, come to mourn the loss of a child and to process their grief. And through that process, we try to help them find purpose from that loss. Mm-hmm. I live near, yeah, matter of fact, I know you and I both live near the park. And right. when I'm out walking in the mornings, it's uh, pretty much a semi-regular stop for me. I don't know how many times I've walked through that park. It is located at 110 East Dobbs Street in Tyler, easy landmarks. Uh, it's at the confluence of First Presbyterian Church, the Women's United Way Building, and Hogg Middle School. You basically can't miss it, not least because there is a big sign that says the children's park and uh, um, besides interacting with people like you and other people jennifer and uh, some of your predecessors who have worked with the children's park my main thing with the children's park is just to walk through it and right. to look at the uh, big toy animals and the stones and experience the waterfalls and um, just enjoy the atmosphere and sometimes just reflect on some of the things that some of these folks have had to go through and how they've had to process their grief absolutely at, uh, the children's park uh can you kind of paint a picture of the children's park if people have never been there before what does it look like what can they expect well the park 
is like you said before it's kind of dips down in yeah so because of that we were able to put two waterfalls in the park Uh uh-huh so we've got two waterfalls um, that come down into a stream there are two bridges in the park and there are also some critters to climb on we've Uh got like ladybug an inchworm a turtle so they're just really beautiful Um, the whole park is built for natural play so kids can come down and use their imagination there are benches that are there in memory or in honor of children. There are lots of sidewalk stones that have been engraved with ch- children's names, some of them um, that are still living, but mostly children who have, who have been lost. So mm-hmm. families can come down and remember their child. So it's a beautiful place to come down, um, have a picnic with the family, enjoy life, but also to grieve and remember your child. Mm-hmm. And to find ways to deal with that. And you have a lot of different ways of doing that that weren't there when the park first got up and going. And I understand in the early 2000s, I, uh, you know, I, offhand, I don't remember the exact year. I think it might be on your website somewhere. But uh, th- there has been at least one, maybe two renovations and upgrades since then. I know you've added Allison's House since then, which is a really nice little meeting place uh, right across the street from Hogg Middle School. Right. Well, in... Uh in 2004, the park was donated to the city, uh-huh. and so we had phase one, and then donated the park to the city, and then we partnered with them to run the park. But in um, phase two came in 2014, mm-hmm. and that's when we purchased Allison's house. Mm-hmm. It was part of the phase two project. So we built out the other side of the park, built the house, and named it after Allison Joy Baker, who was the daughter of uh, C.C. Baker Jr. Mm-hmm. And um, her, Allison's middle name, Joy, he said that um, that was her life purpose, uh-huh. was to spread joy. And that's what that house does. Uh-huh. It gives us a place to help people process their grief through our support groups, our class wellness classes, and our events. Yeah. And so her... Her memory lives on through that house. Mm-hmm. Jessica Domingos, the site coordinator, and then some I might add for the Children's Park of Tyler is our guest this morning. I'm John Sims. This is In Focus. A quick word about C.C. Baker, a longtime community servant from teaching to principal of then John Tyler High School, worked long, a long time at Tyler Junior College and for the Trinity Mother Francis Foundation, as it was then known, um, very much involved with organizations like PATH and um just thought I needed to throw that in for anyone who, for any reason, may not be familiar with Mr. Baker, who passed away several years ago, and uh, his family name, obviously, living on through the Children's Park. A little bit about you. Anything you'd care to share about your personal experience and how you became involved with the Children's Park? I'd love to tell you my story. Sure. Um, in 2019, my husband, Michael, and I lost our daughter, Evie, to suicide. And from that experience started a nonprofit called Tiny Evie Rocks. Mm -hmm. And when we moved to Tyler just over a year ago, we started coming to the park. Um, We actually hit Kindness Rocks in the park Mm -hmm. and started working with um, the park to participate in some of their events and provide some creative outlet for for the community uh-huh. and um, painting activities at their support groups. Yeah. And then um, last August, 
Jennifer called me up to the park and said she wanted to talk to me. And from that conversation, I became the new site coordinator, uh -huh. their first full-time employee. All right. First full-time employee. Okay. I was not aware of that. Yes. Obviously, it's a growing agency. We're going to be hearing a lot more about it in uh, days, weeks, months, and years to come. Let's get some contact information out again. 110 East Dobbs Street. It's easier, I think, probably to say the northeast corner of Dobbs and Broadway in Tyler in the Azalea District. If you want to give them a call, it's 903-939-1597. The website is childrensparktyler.com, childrensparktyler.com. I understand that you're in the process of an upgrade. I don't know how you could make it any better than it already is, but I'm looking forward to finding out. It's a great website. And there's other contact information at this site, including your mailing address, which is not the one that uh, we gave out just now. But go to that website, check out the social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. There's going to be a lot on there. Jessica, let's move on to some of the things that really put some legs on what you do. First of all, your support groups and wellness classes. You have a number of those. It's a lot more than just going to the park and reflecting and children playing. Right. Um, we've actually added multiple groups recently for people to participate in, and we want to get everybody who's lost a child to connect to the park somehow, and especially people new in their grief. Um, but grief doesn't, you know, it doesn't end. You just kind of built your life around it. Yeah. So we have something for everybody from mom's groups, dad's groups. Um, we've got wellness classes like our mindful stretching, which is a great self-care activity when you're processing your grief. We do that on the second and fourth Saturdays of the month at the park inside the house. We've got a new suicide loss support group that's going to start in February, um, led by my husband Michael and I for any adult that's grieving the loss of a child, not just parents. You know, we've got groups that are for, you know, grandparents, uncles, aunts, adult siblings. So anybody that's trying to process that grief, we've got a way to plug you in. Mm -hmm. We've even got a good grief um, six-week class that's every other week that's going to be starting in March that will help people explore the six phases of mourning. And we've got some wellness activities planned for each one of those sessions to help people new to grief process that grief and mm -hmm and begin their healing process. Okay. Jessica Domingos with the Children's Park of Tyler, our guest this morning on In Focus. I'm John Sims. And um, you kind of went over those very nicely. And there's a lot of information on that website, and that is childrensparktyler.com. Maybe if you, we were to go into a little bit more detail, if we start from the top with, uh, let's just start with um, the Good Grief Support Group. Sure. And uh, if you can go through each one of those and just kind of give us a rundown of what exactly happens in each of these support groups, and maybe a little more detail. Great. I'd love to. Uh, the Good Grief uh, class is is an actual class it's it's led by Jennifer and they're gonna meet uh, every other week starting March 24th at 6 30 p.m. it is limited to 12 participants mm -hmm. but it is a place where you can come and learn about those stages of morning kind of figure out where you're at through activities kind of process that grief so it's not just sitting around talking you know some people are visual and need some hands-on or mm -hmm. visual you know, tools to to process. Then we've also got our Glory Babies uh, Pregnancy and Infant Loss Group, which is the first grief support group that the Children's Park had. Mm -hmm. uh, Jennifer leads that group 
and they meet the third Tuesday of every month. So on the 15th, they'll be meeting, and that's for any adult grieving the loss of a baby during pregnancy or infancy and up to one year of age. All righty. Keep going. You're doing great. Thank you. Um, On the other end of that, if you're trying to process the loss of a child that's one year or older, we have our Common Ground Support Group that is for any adult doesn't doesn't have to be parents but any adult grieving the loss of a child and their family um and that meets the second tuesday of every month so that's coming up real soon that's on the 8th uh-huh. at six thirty. and then we talked about the suicide loss group which is any adult grieving the loss of a child to suicide suicide's a special kind of loss it's uh, mm-hmm. it's it's a little different you know because your child right. chose to leave you and processing that and having people with shared experience for well, for any of the groups but specifically for suicide for me having people that know that specific loss to walk with through your grief is really important i'm sure it is then we've also got a, a mom's grief support group that meets quarterly they meet on the third saturday of january april july and october and that group processes their loss through um, the building of friendships and through creative activities all right so this last uh, the last one we had we actually painted on canvases during the group so kind of a creative fun activity um, of where we are with our grief and where we want to go right it was it was really fun the dads connect group meets quarterly as well in february may august and november and dads kind of process a little different it's kind of hard for dads mm-hmm. to sit around and just talk. So we've created a group where they can process through building friendships with dads that have lost a child as well, but they do kind of hands-on activities. They put up all the Christmas lights in, in the park. They partnered with the firemen to do that. And do a great job. When you drive by there on Christmas, you know it's Christmas. You do. <laughs> But they they do hands-on activities. They'll be taking down the Christmas lights. They help clean up the park. They'll be doing a shadow box activity. So we really want to get dads to to connect with this group. Uh huh. Then um, our mindful stretching is one of our wellness activities that we do. It's the second and fourth Saturday at 10 a.m. inside Allison's house. And this is a great way for people to practice mindfulness and self-care during the grieving process, which is real important. A lot of people forget to take care of themselves during that process. And so this is our way of reminding them and participating with them Uh to do that. And then we also have our caring crafts group. So this is for anyone who wants to serve the park that has kind of a crafty nature. We're actually right now making angels for the Day of Remembrance. Okay, and we'll talk about that in a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. So that's what we're doing right now. That class meets the um, second Thursday of every month from 6 to 8 inside the house. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, Jennifer. That's a great rundown. Uh, Jennifer, I, uh, <laughs> Jennifer, uh, Jennifer's your boss. You're a Jessica. Jessica Domingos. It happens me. all the time. It's okay. Okay, I just <laughs> added my name to the uh, list. Jessica Domingos with the Children's Park of Tyler is our guest this morning on In Focus. I'm John Sims. And that is a bunch of support groups. And I'm just going to take a wild guess and say you get good attendance and good response to all of them. We do. We do. But there's room for anybody who's lost a child we'll find a way to plug you in Uh uh-huh and what strikes me about that is just the depth and the breadth of this whole issue losing a child through suicide 
through uh, any other means. Uh, there are just so many things that uh, people who are involved in situations like this have to deal with. And uh, based on my limited knowledge, it looks like you got the waterfront pretty well covered. But I guess as needs arise, it, it's possible that maybe other support groups down the road, Absolutely. wellness activities could also come along. We're open to more for every unique need. And if you want to find out more, they're at 110 East Dobbs Street, corner of Dobbs and Broadway, the Children's Park of Tyler. Phone number is 903-939-1597. Go to that website if you like. And uh, it's childrensparktyler.com. Also, the requisite uh, social media. You'll find Facebook, Twitter, and I believe you said Instagram on there as well. Um, some of the events you have coming up, uh, you have a couple of them, just maybe even three, just within the last few months, and you're going to be doing it again in 2022 and hopefully doing it even better as we keep our fingers crossed, hoping that COVID will abate. And um, I guess we start off with the, uh, I guess the next one coming up is a Mother's Day event. Tell me about that. Yes, uh, we have a Mother's Day retreat, and it this one will be on May 7th. It is a, a limited uh limited registration it's open to 12 people who have lost a child uh -huh. but for moms mothers that have lost a child mother's day is particularly hard oh i'm sure it is and so we have a day where they can come and self-care um, build friendships they get to share their story about their child we do some mindful stretching we learn about grief and self-care and have creative processing activities all right uh next one i guess is going to be a few months further down the line october the first it'll be your 20th annual day of remembrance yes. uh, this is the one that always kind of gets my attention more than anything else tell us about that one well this is our 20th an annual day of remembrance um big and um can't believe they've been doing it for 20 years and it's it's a day that people can you can register and come honor your child's memory and we hand make angels for everybody that registers with the name of their child we have a little service and during that service we read the names of all of the children that have been lost um, uh -huh. for the people attending and they come up they can place their angel on a, on the tree or anywhere in the park that's meaningful to them and we have speaker jennifer talks and at the end we have a beautiful butterfly release ah okay what other kind of butterfly release is there besides a beautiful <laughs> <laughs> right you're so right uh now your remembrance run comes up in november second annual and this one will be based at the children's park and it'll just kind of uh continue through the surrounding neighborhood is that how it correct works? it starts right in front of allison's house and ends there as well and you can run in honor of anybody if you lo you've lost not not just a child grandma grandpa you know parents siblings or even for your pet, if you so choose. For your pet, okay. Yeah, so that one will be Saturday, November 12th. Um, it's it's a great way to remember somebody. We provide four by six little lanyards where you can put a picture or the name of the person you've lost. And you also have the opportunity to do a legacy sign with the photo and or name of the person that you've lost that will be placed along the route. Oh, okay. 
And uh, we just got past this one, and I guess we're already getting ready for another one. Christmas in the Park. This will be the second Friday in December. What can people look ahead to on that? Uh, Christmas in the Park is so fun. And it's our way of giving back to the community that supports us all year long. We have so many fun activities during this day. We have a huge fire pit, and we roast s'mores together. Mm. We've got what we call snowman soup, which is hot chocolate with a scoop of vanilla ice cream in it, kids' crafts, a story time. If you've been down there and you've seen it at Christmas, there's a big, we put up a big, a big light tree in, in our story time circle. It's this big uh-huh. circle, and the kids all sit around it. We read a story, and then we all sing carols. It's it's so fun, uh-huh, and it's just we had it. oh, probably over 400 people this Christmas come down. Mm-hmm. And that's another important thing: open to the public. Anybody can drop on by and be a part of Absolutely. these events. Certain ones that require registration, of course, but right. uh, you want uh, really the entire community to be involved, if, if if at all possible, to whatever extent possible. And if you go, it'll be um, on the corner of Broadway and Dobbs in the Azalea District in Tyler, and the number is 903-939-1597. And the website is childrensparktyler.com. You can also get other contact information at that site, including the mailing address. And Jessica Domingos with the Children's Park is our guest this morning on In Focus. And I'm John Sims, in case you forgot about that part. <laughs> okay, sidewalk stones in memory of or in honor of a child. Those are eye catchers. You can't miss them as you walk through the park. And um, tell us basically how that works and uh, kind of segue, if you would, into the demand for those stones. You're about to order a bunch of new ones, I believe. We, yes, there's, I think in 2021, we did over 60 stone engravings. There are stones along the path throughout, throughout the park. Currently, we have over, probably over 850 stones engraved in memory or in honor of children. And we're almost out of space. So we've decided this year to add over 100 stones. So we've got um, someone coming to, you know, build those out in the park that will be ready for engraving. We just want to give people that opportunity to remember their children. And it's a, it's a beautiful way to honor your child and so their name can live on forever. Mm-hmm. And getting down into some of the brass tacks here, and you'll see this on the website, uh, for a donation of $250, a child's name will be engraved along the edge of the sidewalk to be remembered for generations to come. And uh, you'll certainly do everything you can to work with people who uh, want to get involved in that way. You can even view a list of the names already engraved in the park just by clicking a link on the website. Better yet, Go to the park yourself and see for yourself. I guarantee you it's an entirely different experience. And you can order a stone online as well. Uh, What else here? Um, Sponsorship opportunities for any of your programs or events. Quite a few of those. Oh, yeah. If we are desperate need of sponsors all the time, as you can imagine, it costs a lot of money to maintain a park and to provide all of these services and events. Running events is not um, a cheap thing to do. Mm-hmm. And we have opportunities for people to, to sponsor things. We'd love to get a sponsor for Christmas in the park. Our remembrance run requires a lot of sponsorship. We would love for someone to sponsor our day of remembrance and help us just make all of our events and our support and wellness classes um, 
um, wonderful for people. You bet. You yeah. bet. And uh, just uh, regular financial donations, I'm sure, are always welcome. I believe yes. there's a donation button on the website as well. Yes, there is. And uh, on top of that, you can volunteer. Let's talk about um, maybe what kind of folks you're looking for yeah. if you, as far as volunteers and how people can uh, – what are some of the volunteer opportunities and how people can get in touch with you and get involved in that way? Well, all of our events need volunteers for sure. Um, it it takes a lot of people to put on an event. Um, we need people at our remembrance run to be along the route to cheer people on, to help us set up and take down, um, to run all of the different parts of Christmas in the park, and to set up for our day of remembrance. We set up chairs for everybody. We had uh, close 200 people at the morning and at the afternoon session last year for the day of remembrance. It's a lot of chairs to set up. And for just the park in general, keeping the park clean, getting leaves out of the park, cleaning uh -huh. up, having people come down and help with that. There's just a lot of ways you can plug in as a volunteer. Okay. And uh, actually, you do a lot of that yourself, don't I you? I do. You can use a lot of help, from what I understand. <laughs> Please come help me. Yeah, don't be fooled by the title site coordinator. There's a lot more <laughs> to it than uh, may meet the eye. Also, the media liaison, which is basically how I kind of got up to date with some of the things that you've been doing yeah. at the park and uh, interacting with people around the community. Jessica Domingos, the site coordinator of the Children's Park of Tyler, our guest this morning on In Focus. I'm John Sims at address 110 East Dobbs Street, corner of uh, Broadway and Dobbs, um, just north of Hogg Middle School, First Presbyterian Church and the Woman's Building, the United Way Building are along that way as well. Phone number is 903-939-1597 and the website is www.childrenspark.com. Uh, a number of years ago, the park was relatively new at that time. This would have been around 2007. Um, I had uh, a couple of friends come visit me from my hometown of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and one of the places I wanted to make sure I showed them was the Children's Park. And I uh, can guarantee you that it was different from anything they had ever seen before. And, um, you know, you hear about the Rose Garden and just different things that people come to Tyler to see. The Children's Park, I'm sure, draws a lot of attention from folks out of town. One of the things that I noticed on the website is that it is one of the most photographed sites in Tyler. Uh, tell us a little bit about some of the experiences and maybe some stories you've heard about that. Oh, sure. We have some photographers. That's their favorite place to do family portraits. I mean, it's, it's so beautiful down there so many different spots that you can have a backdrop the waterfalls the trees the bridges everything's just gorgeous down there and almost every day there's someone down there doing some kind of photography uh -huh. even if they just want to come photograph the nature but children running around playing you know taking photos of that mm -hmm. family photos you know birthdays we have birthday parties down there it's just a beautiful place to come experience life with your friends and family and taking photos down there is something that a lot of people just really seem to enjoy mm -hmm. uh, a couple of other things we're getting down close to the end of the show but i wanted to touch on these there are opportunities to become a friend of the park that's another way to mm -hmm. uh, donate share your story i know you love to hear the stories of how god has used this special place in the lives of people and you can 
share your personal story online and see some personal stories online. And yes. to me, that's just yet another fascinating aspect of the Children's Park. There's also a store. And um, can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, we'll actually be upgrading our store here soon when we have our new website up. But you can purchase items and as a donation and the the proceeds for that go to help you know fund our activities and uh, and maintain the park uh, we've got everything from mugs to t-shirts to stress balls and mm. the, the the site will be updated with those soon so i'm oh, okay. look, really looking forward to that so people can you know sport their their children's park gear It'll All be right. really fun. And you can go to the website right now and see yeah. what's available, but it'll be even bigger and better Absolutely. In, in a fairly short time. Um, you moved to Tyler. You were from the Dallas area, I believe? Yes. Uh, we were living in Flower Mound before okay. we moved to Tyler. Yeah. How has the community struck you so far? I mean, the type of cooperation and uh, just interactions that you've had within the Tyler community just since you came to town and became involved and shared your story and listened to other people share their stories. Moving to Tyler has been one of the most healing experiences of my life. The love from the community and how they embraced my husband and I after the loss of our child and just brought us in and just really embraced our story. And I've built so many friendships. It's just an amazing city. It's just, this city is beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. That's a great story of your own right there. We're about to wrap up the show, and it has been a great one, and really an eye-opener for me, and I hope for our listeners. Uh, Jessica Domingos, the site coordinator of the Children's Park of Tyler, has been our guest this morning on In Focus. I'll go over some of the basic information real quick here as we wrap up the show. Dobbs and Broadway is the intersection. Phone number is 903-939-1597. And the website is childrensparktyler.com. Plenty of social media opportunities on there as well. Jessica, it's been a pleasure and again an eye-opener to have you with us this morning. Thanks so much for coming and sharing your stories. Thank you, John, so much. You I bet. love talking to you. Thank you. Jessica Domingos, Children's Park of Tyler, our guest this morning on In Focus. I'm John Sims. Thank you for joining us. And we'll see you again next week on in focus.